You're listening to Cryptalk. This is a podcast on decentralizing the world. Our mission is to make the future more accessible to you. We talk a lot about cryptocurrency and blockchain, but this is really a podcast on designing a more evenly distributed future. I want to keep this podcast free and accessible to everyone, so I've chosen to run it by donation. It costs about $500 a year to create. Any donations you'd be willing to give are greatly appreciated. You can donate to this podcast at www.cryptalkpodcast.com. A link will be provided in the show details. If you have any questions or recommendations for future topics, you can visit our website or email us at cryptalk.podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to send us a message. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, y'all, y'all set? We're just gonna we're just gonna roll right into this one. Let's do it. Welcome to Cryptalk. Today we're going to be talking about something Spencer is really excited about, which is NFTs. NFTs. <laughs> NFTs. What are NFTs, and why are people talking about them, and why do they matter, and are they are they just fairy dust or are they real things? Um, so NFTs. NFTs stand for non fungible token, and the idea behind an NFT is kind of growing and evolving. And so it's hard for me to capture exactly what it is, but I'll do my best to basically explain what I know, what I think it's becoming and why it might be a big deal. And then we can talk about it. And Spencer, I'm sure you have lots of questions. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll make this short. The kind of the idea around an NFT is creating some sort of digital asset, like digitizing an asset. And the most common form right now um, is like like already existing digital assets like JPEG images or some sort of images online or videos online. Um, but I've also heard of NFTs being used for physical things in the real world. Like you can create an NFT that corresponds to a piece of artwork, like a, a actual um, artwork canvas that gets sold. Um, and so you can own that physical asset through the digital asset, which is an NFT. And, and really what an NFT is, is it's similar to a cryptocurrency token. It's like a unique address or hash is often the term that's used. Like it's a, it's a unique string of characters that represents something entirely unique in the digital universe that cannot be replicated. Um, that, it, that is really specific to that one entity. And so you can have ownership over, over things and you can transact with these things. So you can like buy that NFT with cryptocurrency. And so the, the biggest NFT thing going on right now is just is images online being sold in NFT marketplaces. So you can use your cryptocurrency to go online and you can buy NFTs, which are often funny images or memes or, or really beautiful pieces of artwork that have been digitally created and you can buy and own them and you actually hold them in your wallet. So that's the short summary of what an NFT is. So it's basically, you can, like you own an asset basically, you own a, the rights, is it the IP, um, production? <laughs> Maybe there's no answer to that. <laughs> I don't know. Because everything I've heard about it basically is that some people... I don't know if they don't get it or they just don't think it's real or what's going on with that, but then other people put a lot of investment into them. And I've seen even just some 
fairly mainstream podcasters and like uh, people that I kind of just know from online actually get involved with them too. So there's this weird like shotgun effect of opinions on it. Um, and, and I guess, yeah, I, I'm hoping you know more about it than I do. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too, actually. Like, is it... <laughs> uh... <laughs> like, so if I was, if I was to, the reason I thought that NFTs would be a really interesting conversation and one that, um, pertains a lot to me is because I post a lot of stuff online. Um, I do photography, so I'm putting mm. pictures up all the time. And this idea that there can be some kind of value attributed to those original images um, is really interesting because it, it, it kind of allows an economy to be built around that product mm-hmm. that, I mean, currently, what is that? There really isn't anything like people won't be able to get my original quality images unless I put them up somewhere that they could but um with this it seems like there would be a more tactile way to actually do something like that yeah yeah it is really i i see what you mean it is really interesting for someone like you who's a photographer um i i'm sure that there will be lots to come in terms of how nfts play into photography and i imagine it could be quite impactful for the space um it's it's hard to know really because it's it's kind of i think nfts are kind of at one of these points in time where it's 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 totally it's something that's being used right now and it's like the economy is growing and it's actually it's it's kind of enormous like people are paying a lot of money for nfts um but it's not; it's yet to be determined whether or not that will st- it will stay that way, or if this is kind of just a hype thing, and whether or not it will start to move into other industries like photography. Um, but it, it, to, just to talk about like what is possible, like you could, if you wanted to, turn all of your photos that you really like and really value into NFTs, and then you could sell them on a marketplace for crypto money for potentially like really high value because you have this personal collection and and then people can own essentially your photos and you asked about like the ip stuff i don't actually know what all the laws are around that and i don't even know if there are any like this is so new people just started creating this um the, the laws have to catch up and it's kind of it's also kind of one of those things where i don't know if people care that much like because we all know how the internet works. Um, like you can, you can copy images online pretty easily by screenshotting. You don't get the same quality and resolution, but you Mm -hmm. you can basically copy and plagiarize stuff online all the time. Like it's super easy to do. So we have laws to protect against that, against that, but the laws don't really do that much in the end, because if you, if you want to do it, you can, and it's really it's really easy to be done. I guess the laws maybe protect mostly against someone reproducing and benefiting off of your own work. Um, and so I think NFTs are maybe similar. Mm. Like, like there's kind of this attitude that, as far as I can tell, like people don't really care if you copy their image. It's more of the it's more the ownership thing. Like if you mm-hmm. can prove you own an image, like that's a really big deal. And um, and if you if you yeah. just like post the image people don't really care. It's like you have to post the actual 
um, NFT ownership thing and then and then you get and then you get the social credit for it and then people respect that so there's there's this whole cultural aspect around nfts which is really interesting to me because it's like it's there's a new emerging culture around ownership and value and i think i think lots of people look at nfts and think like wow people are spending thousands of dollars for jpeg images like what a joke um Mm. but i think there's maybe a misunderstanding of what's actually going on it's like it's a new counterculture art movement. It's like, like you know, you have fine art in art galleries that is kind of the same thing. Like, you know, you can own, you can take a picture of that canvas and you can do ha- buy a print of it online and you can hang it on your wall and have the art in your home. But it doesn't really matter because you don't own the original. So, you know, you know, in like the fine art world, yeah, like exactly. you would be laughed at if you put a print of a Rothko on your wall and tried to tell everyone you, you own the Rothko. It's like, (laughs) no, you don't. And the NFT world is the same thing. And it's Mm -hmm. just, it's in the digital space. So like you can put, you know, you can post prints of whatever on your Instagram page and be like, look at me guys. Like I own a, I own a Bay C, um, I own an ape and like, and everyone's like, no, no, you don't like, like that, that doesn't mean anything. Like you have to actually have the pay stub in a way. And so, it's it's a cultural shift too that I think a lot of people maybe miss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah, and I mean, it seems like maybe it won't seem valuable to everyone, uh, especially if you're not a content creator or anything. Like, you might think, what's the point? But you know, down the line, it seems like it makes a lot of sense for people who do create content. Mm -hmm. Is there a way to tell? I've only seen a few times. There's like this overlay over an image or something that says NFT. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. (laughs) Like, how do you tell if someone has an NFT even? Uh, So do you know? I've never seen the (laughs) NFT overlay. That's interesting. Um, yeah, that's a good question. Okay, so that might be something completely like like proof proof of ownership. Is that what you're kind of referring to? Like how do you prove ownership? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is um, it just encrypted into the image or something? E- no. So the image, as far as I understand, the image is just the image. It's like you you basically are <laughs> no no that's not true. There there are things encrypted into the image, as, as in like when you buy an NFT you're buying like this digital asset, which includes an image, but it also includes some metadata. And metadata is just like additional data that gets tagged on to whatever the main thing is. And so it includes some metadata, like like it'll include the artist name or like what the attributes are of this art piece or kind of anything actually. Like that's that's the whole idea of an NFT is it's customizable. And so it can really include a whole lot of things. But so part of how you know if something is authentic and real is when you buy the NFT, which is like, again, you have to think digital asset, not just the image anymore. Like you're buying the digital asset. Yeah. So when you buy the digital asset, it'll be stamped with some sort of verification that comes not on the image, but in the package of things that you get when you buy the um, when you buy the actual NFT, it's like when you, you know, if you were to buy yeah. like really high valued sneakers for like a sneakerhead is like, has his box of shoes mm-hmm. and in the box, there's like some of the, um, 
you know the 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 fan base things like I, I don't know what's included in lots of the sneakerhead or the really high end sneaker boxes, but like maybe you have the price tag or you have like some kind of yeah thing in there that kind of um, verifies the authenticity. Verifies this authenticity, and so that's kind of like the NFT too. Like there's a way to verify the NFT's authenticity, and it's in that package if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, no, that does. That makes a lot of sense. So these things are very new. There's obviously a lot of... Um, it, it doesn't seem like it's really found a, a full direction yet, or it, it's still kind of infrequent that that you hear about it. So it's an interesting one to track. I, uh, I just like that something's kind of being done about it, I suppose. Hmm. And, and from, the tie from the artist, crypt- from the artist side, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's just it makes a lot of sense to, especially for images and stuff like that. Like, you can screenshot an image nowadays. It's not going to be the same resolution, but if you repost it, like especially on Instagram, most people are looking at pictures on Instagram mm. on a phone. Like the quality is degraded anyways when you post it. Um, so it seems like it's important to have some form of method for tracking that authenticity. And I guess the, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about was the tie into crypto. So to buy an NFT nowadays, do you generally have to go through crypto? Can you buy them with, with cash? Like, do you know kind of how that shakes out? in the current state of things? Um, yeah. So as far as I know, you have to buy with crypto because all, so NFTs are created on, on a blockchain. So mm. there are NFTs that exist on the Ethereum network and there are NFTs that exist on the Avalanche network. Like they, there's certain collections that exist within a blockchain and each blockchain is kind of like a d- different internet for lack of a better term. Um, and so, from my understanding, the, the only way you buy those is you you have to transact using the currency that that works on that network. So, if I'm buying um, an NFT on the Ethereum network, I need to buy it in Ethereum or some kind of equivalent that can be exchanged with Ethereum, some something that is workable on the Ethereum networks. And so, cash obviously isn't, but there are probably ways in the future where you know, I mean, I can imagine. So, so another thing too, but to answer like, and to be more complete with my answer, when you buy an NFT, it goes onto your wallet, your digital wallet. So like, let's say you use MetaMask, you mm-hmm. have this NFT in your MetaMask. Now I can send it to anyone that I want to. So if we, if I really wanted to, I could meet up with you in person. You could have a wallet. I could have a wallet. And if you gave me however much it was worth in cash, I could then just send it to you. So there could be, yeah, you could do that kind of transaction. Oh, okay, so and and I mean that's that's the same kind of thing as like a you know a Kijiji trade or a Facebook Marketplace trade. You show up at someone's tour, you give them cash, and they give you the thing. Um, that can be done with crypto yeah. and with NFTs. It's just going it's going to be a lot less common because the idea is kind of like why why would you use cash? Like why why wouldn't you just use crypto? It makes it easier. And yeah, so hopefully that answers your question. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that does make sense. And you just have a 
however many of these things you want kind of in your wallet and you can trade them as an asset. Yeah, 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 that's the idea. That's the idea. Hmm. Very interesting. Well, it seems <laughs> like it's early in its inception. I'm going to I think I'm going to look into it a little bit more too just cuz I'm I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what the landscape is like with them. Yeah, so I, it's super, it's super fascinating. It is in its inception. It's new. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's a little bit of like a wild west right now, are these marketplaces. Um, and they range spectacularly in terms of value. So like, because, because any, so here's, here's one cool thing. Anyone can make an NFT. Anyone can make an NFT. All you need to do is you go to one of these marketplaces and you go to the, the minting section and you mint a new NFT. And so you upload some sort of image or thing or video maybe, and you, you create this tokenized version of it and it becomes an NFT and then you own it and you can sell it or put it on a marketplace or just keep it. Um, so that's kind of this interesting thing, like anyone can do this. And so because of that, there's like, there's no barrier to entry. You get a whole bunch, like you get a million NFTs online that are, um, you know, some of them, I mean, I can't really say what, what everything's valued because it's, it's the values in the eye of the beholder, but you get a lot of stuff that's just totally random and, and, and is probably not worth much. Um, and then you get a small percentage of things that are done really artistically by incredible graphic designers or incredible photographers who create these beautiful creations and then sell them for like insane amounts of money. Um, so I think this is a good maybe place to jump in and just like show some, uh, or talk about some references. Like there's this thing called board a mm-hmm. yacht club, Basie. Um, I think it's called Basie. Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Someone will probably make fun of me, but board ape yacht club, B A Y C. Go look that up. If you're interested in NFTs, it's on the Ethereum board, a board, yacht, ape club. yacht club. Okay. And they're basically a collection of these <laughs> kind of like funny looking graphic design images of these cartoon apes. And they're all, they all have like kind of the same facial expression and they've got either, they've got a different outfit on they're They've got colors and like, they just vary in terms of their color palette and their outfits. Um, but they're very cartoony and there's, I think maybe there's like 10,000 of them or something. Uh, and they were created a while ago on Ethereum and some 10, of them thousand. now. So, wow. Yeah. So, so usually what happens when you make an NFT collection as an artist is you make like a certain amount, potentially like thousands and, um, mm. a, a very popular thing right now is like somewhat auto computer generated. Um, so you like, you set a bunch of characteristics. So for these bored apes, uh, they each have like an outfit on their chest. Some of them have jewelry. Some of them have like a cigar in their mouth. Some of them have a hat. Some of them have earrings. And there's like different variations of each piece of apparel. And so there's some algorithm that's run and it chooses what each ape gets. And so you kind of algorithmically determine all or you generate all these images. And I don't know if that's how these board apes were created, but it's how a lot of other NFT projects are created. And so what you get is this like spectrum of rarity where some, you, you know, people, there's, there's a whole culture behind it and people collect like the most rare ones, like who has the diamond earrings with the sailor hat. Like that's the super rare ape <laughs> that you need to get. And, and seriously, it's no joke. Some of these ape images 
um, in this specific collection go for millions of dollars. Like, like these, <laughs> like it's, it's nuts. Like I'm not kidding. So it's crazy what can happen. And people really value these things. Like I think, um, Steph Curry, like the basketball player, I think he just bought one of these. Like, so celebrities are starting to get into this. No and way. Wow. Yeah, the, the Board Ape Yacht Club, look it up. It's it's a really big thing right now in the crypto community. It's probably the biggest NFT project to date in terms of its popularity and just uh, how, much, um, how much acclaim it's gotten. And so, so that's one of them. And then there's lots of other projects, but I, I don't know them as well. Um, but yeah, some of these things go for millions of dollars and like lots of projects at least hit thousands and, um, it's wild. I've seen people make insane amounts of money just by trading NFTs, by basically becoming an art connoisseur online with memes and JPEG images. And then you can upsell things. It's, it's like working in the art industry, um, in galleries, you know, you, you buy things before they blow up, uh, before the artist becomes big and then. Um, then you resell them when the artist is, is a big deal. And, you know, the internet is, is like the real world, but just like a million times faster. So rather than taking a lifetime for your art collection to become worth millions, it, it can happen in a couple of hours or minutes even. Now, now mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend everyone just hmm. goes out and buys, buys a tons of, a ton of NFTs right away based on that. But that, that is something <laughs> that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is there a benefit to creating an NFT early on? So say like, say I have some form of digital asset that I am in possession of, and I think it might increase in value over time. Is there any reason for me, assuming it's just on my hard drive, to want to do it sooner rather than later? Or Hmm. could I just hold on to it and create an NFT later if NFT becomes a big thing? And then still be able to kind of capitalize on it oh that's a good question i don't Again, know if i, I can totally there's answers to any of these questions <laughs> yeah i don't know if i can totally answer that um i would say that my my best attempt at an answer would be it probably doesn't matter that much um i don't think you'd be really losing out on value if you decided to hold off on creating some, or turning something into an nft i don't think you'd really be losing much on value um but there is something to be said about how you know if if something exists in a marketplace over time people might start to value it more so if you did have something that you wanted to eventually sell it might be better mm-hmm. to hold it on the marketplace for a while and um yeah yeah, I don't know how. I I I don't really know. I've, I haven't really played in this space too much. I've mostly observed. I, I did buy my first NFT the other day, um, which was actually really fun, and I feel oh, yeah? like kind of excited about it because I'm I'm like, yeah, cool. I own an NFT now, and it's kind of weird. I'm like, does this mean anything? <laughs> is this is this worth <laughs> even close to what I paid yeah. for it? But um, that was it was a it was a fun little thing. It's and, an experiment, uh, though, right? Yeah, it was an experiment. It's one of the experiments yeah. that I've done. And I, I feel like I needed to do it in order to be able to talk about this. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can answer that question, actually. I, I, I would say I don't know. Okay. Hmm, interesting. It's, uh, 
So which which one did you buy? Did you get a did you get a yacht club A or <laughs> no, you got God, something no. else? Dude, you know I can't afford that. I uh, <laughs> I wish. I yeah. wish. They're actually they're pretty cool. No, I actually not do one like, of those apes. Not one of those apes. I do I do like them. Um so the apes those the Board Ape Yacht Club exists on the Ethereum network. And um I don't use mm-hmm. Ethereum that much these days because it's extremely expensive to use. So even just to buy an NFT on Ethereum might be fifty to a hundred dollars just to make the transaction, and then yeah, that doesn't even include necessarily oh, wow. the cost of the NFT. Like Ethereum is really expensive, unfortunately. And they're trying to fix that, but it's one of the current problems. So I use Avalanche, which is a different network and like an alternative to Ethereum, and um, I bought one on the Avalanche network. And so so another another project that went really big. Um, and Ethereum and Avalanche both had their own versions of this was, was these, they're called the punks. So crypto punks. And so you can also look this up. So if you search mm. crypto punks, that's another project on Ethereum that blew up. And I don't know how much these ones are worth, but quite a lot substantial. Um, and then Avalanche had AVAX punks, which is basically the same, same thing. And they're these pixelated, um, like profile shots or literally just heads of like, punk looking characters from the Mm. the 80s and 90s um and they're they're kind of just goofy and fun and i kind of liked them and so i i I wanted to just try it and so i decided to buy one of these and i uh, i bought it for um a bit over a hundred dollars which was more than i had planned on spending but (laughs) um i thought what the hell i just want to try this and it was it was something that I actually did kind of feel like was had value, and I really liked the art, so I decided to yeah. try it out. Yeah, so that's the one I bought. But CryptoPunks was another big project, and um, pixelated art seems to be really big right now in the whole NFT mm. space. A lot of people are really into the pixelated art. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these uh, the bored apes, and mm-hmm. it's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. Like I could see wanting to have a little collection of these and do whatever you will with them. Yeah. It is really cool. So a lot of people will buy these, like you buy the NFT and then you put it on your wall. Like you print it off and put it on your wall. And yeah, the, the, I guess the cool thing is like whenever someone comes by, you can say like, I, like I own this, like this is, this isn't just a JPEG that I downloaded and printed off. Like I own this art piece. Um, and there's something kind of cool yeah. about that. Like in my future house, I think I would be fun to put up my NFT one day and, and just be like, yeah, like I own this art piece. Um, so to me, that's, it's kind of, it's interesting. Yeah. Especially as people start to understand it a little bit more. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's a abstract concept at this point, but yeah, I don't think it always will be, especially if uh, as it's like more kind of, applications come up for it like right now it seems it's you know it's early on obviously some artists are benefiting from it already Mm -hmm. but once it's more you know mainstream in some sense i think that would be really really cool yeah i think i think it has a lot of potential and i'm i'm pretty excited about it though um it is new and it's mysterious (laughs) Yeah, it definitely seems mysterious. Very mysterious. Um, yeah. 
so many so many kind of spin-offs it's strange that there's not more attention brought to things like this because mm-hmm. i think i saw something on nfts a few months ago and then i hadn't really heard anything since and now i'm kind of just learning that it ties into the crypto world in this way and it's one of those things that it's not really like there's a non-crypto version of it maybe other than just ip but digital ip is so often disregarded especially on the internet Mm -hmm. um the idea that there could be something to actually secure digital assets is i think really valuable and and it might seem kind of silly right now with the state of things but you know as as there's more commercial applications like if it's if there if there's an incentive at some point for all artists to be using it or all content creators or or video makers or filmmakers or whatever to be using the technology i don't think it'll take long before everyone kind of knows what it is and it's not such an abstract concept anymore so interesting topic um i'm really curious to see how it develops Mm -hmm. as an artist and also someone that's just curious (laughs) in crypto and and with the state of technology Hmm. yeah me too man i i'm also really interested and uh i've said this before like i think a lot of things in the crypto space appear kind of silly right now and maybe not as useful as um people want them to be but i think that's how most great projects start i would say they're kind of like fun and quirky and you're not really sure what they're going to do, but there, there is, there's something there. There's an idea there and it hasn't been totally exploited and, and, um, explored yet. So I'm excited to see what it becomes. And I think that, you know, we're talking about this now and this, this might change. We might be talking about something totally different in the NFT space, um, a couple months from now, because it's been completely changed in the way that people are using it and interacting with it. Yeah, yeah, hugely. Um, seems like there's a, a little bit of space for it to, to find its niche and to, to find its use and value. So, yeah. cool, cool stuff. I This is one I want to, I kind of want to go read up on more. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, be, totally. Even if people wanted to, to share something and put it out to the community and like, mm-hmm. what do people kind of think about this? Mm. that'd be a cool be cool to survey survey the thoughts out there for people that are maybe a little bit more knowledgeable on it yeah i agree um i also (laughs) man you got to start doing you got to start getting into crypto for real now because i i want to i feel like i want you to go make some nfts and um see how it goes and then you can i mean you're the one who's the photographer with all the digital assets so it'd be fun for both of us um i mean i'd get a lot i'd get a kick out of it but i'd enjoy it if you went and uh made like an nft out of one of your photos and tried to sell it or something on a marketplace just to kind of see like okay what happens here Um, i think that would be a really fun experiment to run yeah yeah and you'd have lots to share I really want to do it. I, I think it's time to. I want to jump in on some stuff. I think. So. Okay. 
it's time. It's there's time. uh there's some experimenting and testing. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> there's definitely some avenues I want to chase up. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Stay posted. Stay posted. Cool. Okay. Well, maybe by the next episode, you'll have your first crypto wallet and be fully invested. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Well, I think I'm, I'm going to cap this episode here. This will be a shorter one. Um, probably because um, I, yeah. I just don't know enough to keep going on about this topic yet. But we'll continue to learn more and maybe we'll talk about NFTs again in the future. Cool. I like it. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Cryptalk. You can find more episodes at www.cryptalkpodcast.com. A reminder that this podcast is run by donation. You can find donation options on our site. We accept PayPal, e-transfer, and crypto, of course. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to send us an email at cryptalk.podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in to our show.